Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Welcome, and we do hope you've been enjoying Halloween Week with Wicked and Grim. I, of course, am your master of ceremonies, Jacko, and I will be playing this role for the next four days. We've explored paranormal, murders, and most recently, the story of Mary Shelley, an English novelist and the author of Frankenstein, who has quite the tragic love story to tell. But now, we have three stories to share with you tonight. Three legends. And we want to play a little bit of a game with them. So we do hope that you're up for the challenge. But to play, we must introduce the hosts. Here they are, Ben and Nicole. Hey, what's up? How's it going? Hey, hey. You got you got you're that ready? ready? You got it ready? You're ready? Let's you're do ready? it. Go. That was a robust. I feel like that was a really good one. That was like spot on. Well done. Well done. Welcome to Wicked and Grim. Halloween week. Yeah. We've got we've got some cool stuff that we've talked about. We've got some cool stuff we're talking about today. Halloween is only a few days away. Yeah, it's on Sunday, right? It's on Sunday. So what day is today? Today's Thursday. Today is well, today's Wednesday. Well, okay, <laughs> but they're listening on Thursday. It will be Thursday when they're listening. Correct? Yes. Yes. Okay. So yeah, that's really it's... close. Like, and people haven't even told us what the shit they're wearing for their Halloween costumes and stuff. Like, let's get on this. Do we I have Halloween know. costumes? I don't have a Halloween costume. I just clued into that. Oh yeah. Well, because we're not going anywhere, we never thought of that. Last year, we just put our monkey onesies on. We that did. Was, that was kind of fun. I was into that. We got to come up with something. We'll, we'll post something. But on I feel Instagram. like us wearing the pumpkin heads is kind of a Halloween costume-ish. We haven't even posted that on Instagram yet. So I feel like I kind of already dressed up-ish. My head was covered in pumpkin goop, and in I think I feel goop. like that was that was putting an effort in there. That that was that was an effort. Because that was actually quite a photo shoot. That was fun though. It was fun, but it was just like I had to keep taking my pumpkin head off because that was a lot of work. <laughs> Have you guys done those pumpkin head photo shoots before? Literally, you just stuff your head in a pumpkin and you're gonna love the photos we got. They're they're awesome. They're awesome. Um, but we have more fun stuff happening right now. Yeah, I'm excited for this. this we got is a, a cool, game. This is a cool idea. So what's gonna happen? I did some research on three urban legends okay not okay. one not two not four but three three okay 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 two of these three urban legends are true one of them is false Ooh, okay? i'm gonna be bad at this now it may not be very hard for people who know their urban legends i mm -hmm. picked fairly easy ones okay did you? okay 
but we are going to talk about them and it's up to you to figure out which are the real urban legends, which ones are actually true and which one is the red herring, which one is false. Mm. And I'm assuming at some point, like on social media or something, you're going to tell us which ones are which or no. Come on. No. There has to be. Well, I'll, I'll, put, I'll post all the urban legends. Yeah, I'll post all the urban legends. But if you want to hear about it, you got to hear on this episode or look them up yourself, I guess. But yeah, but I think it's some. Oh, yeah, fine. OK, well, it's then a- what's the point of them listening to the episode if they just see on Instagram? Oh, that's the real well, one. No, but that's I a mean, like one. a week later. But then who knows? Some people don't always like listen to it right yeah. away. Right. So- just listen to the episode. You'll figure it out. OK. OK. You ready to hear them? I'm totally ready. OK, so we're going to start off. I got to scroll all the way up here. Um, we are going to start off with the strange story of Elmer McCurdy. Okay. You ready for this? I'm totally ready. Okay. So first of all, imagine a carnival funhouse. All right. We're talking mirrors and ghosts and ghouls at like every turn. There's jump scares and thrills all around. You're having a blast as you're walking through and you come around the corner and you're face to face with a fake zombie strung up by a rope. Okay. Okay. Now it's the same one you saw last year and the year before there's mannequins and props all throughout the funhouse, And in fact, they were there the year before and the year before that too. The fun house hasn't really changed much all over the years. In fact, it's pretty much always been the same. And so you kind of laugh it off and, you know, same old, same old, and you walk past. And as you brush past the prop, you knock it down on your way by. So you turn around to pick it up and you find a piece is actually broken off. Uh-oh. And inside the prop, it's not paper mache or anything like that, like you'd expect. Instead, you see tissue and bone. The mannequin is a real body that's oh my been gosh. hanging there. Oh, gosh. That's pretty much exactly what happened in the 1960s. A body wound up in Long Beach, California, hanging from a rope in a funhouse. Thousands of visitors passed by the, vo- the body over the years, thinking it was just another dummy hanging. Holy. Until film crew were filming a movie and someone accidentally knocked the prop down and it broke and they discovered the tissue inside, realizing it was a real human <laughs> being. Oh, okay. That's crazy. That's urban legend number one. Okay, but just wait. So the name that you said? Yes. Is that the name of the dummy person? That's supposedly the name of the person, yes. Sorry, I shouldn't be calling them a dummy. But like, <laughs> but like the person that was that was deceased hanging there. Yeah, apparently a man by the name of Elmer McCurdy okay. was strung up in a funhouse for years before people realized. Wow, that is a way to go. I mean, it's kind of cool, but just really kind of shitty too. <laughs> so what are your thoughts on that one? Do you, are you leaning towards real or fake here? Well, I don't know. Like, I kind of feel like I want to hear the other two because I feel like that's fake. I feel like that wouldn't go on that long before someone realized that it was a real person. Okay, fair I just enough. can't imagine that it would be hanging there for like that like an extended period of time before someone noticed okay so you're leaning towards fake but you're not going to pull that trigger yet correct okay let's move on to the second urban legend ready i'm ready this is the legend of the green man 
It goes that the green man wanders around Washington, Pennsylvania, late at night, and chases anyone who's caught out after dark. The green man apparently glows green as a result of being struck by lightning in an industrial incident. Holy shit. If you are close enough to get a look at him, he also just so happens to have no face. No, thank you. So apparently in 1920s, when a man by the name of Raymond was eight years old, he was playing outside and was climbing a telephone pole when he was suddenly shocked with 11,000 volts of electricity and was sent flying to the ground in a blinding flash. That would kill you, I think. The high voltage shock burnt Raymond's face and arms, leaving holes where his eyes and nose once were. Raymond would become the ghostly figure known as the green man who walks the streets at night. Okay, so he did die, but now he's a ghost. So the legend goes. You know, I, well, I just got to say, like, I'm not okay with things chase chasing. <laughs> okay, like, I can watch zombie shows and stuff. But when they're walking, it's, it's okay. It's fine. If they're just, like, zombie speed. But if those zombies are fucking running. What is that? I think that's, like, uh, 28 Days Later. Yeah, like, um, I'm, Dawn of the Dead. I Dawn just, of the Dead I just think I would honestly just give up instantly. Like, there's just no way. Yeah. So this thing chasing, like, I just can't deal with chasing. There's just, yeah. But okay. Oh, man. (laughs) Now I have no idea. So only one of these stories is fake. So one of, at least one of those has to be true. Oh, my gosh. And I feel like they're both fake. (laughs) I'm probably going to think all three of them are fake, aren't I? Probably. Oh, gosh. Okay. You ready for the third? Yeah. I am. You're stressing pretty hard. I actually am stressing because I think I'm just like almost 99% sure I'm going to get this wrong. (laughs) All right. Well, let's see if uh, you can go and get the third one. Maybe might, might help you out. We'll see. This is the legend of the blue star tattoo. Okay. So imagine, you know, you're a child. You know, growing up as as a child, many of us can recall temporary tattoos, right? Oh, those are the shit. They were the shit. They are the shits. I'd fucking put I them on I would still now. put them on. <laughs> uh, they're fun, you know, toy essentially, I guess is the best way to put it. Uh, but they're fun to put on your arm, your legs, and, you know, occasionally your forehead, <laughs> depending on who you are, me, <laughs> namely. Um, they wear off pretty quick, you know, a day or two, and they're good, right? Oh, no, that shit stays on longer than a day or two. Well, if you scrub. I guess. Okay. okay. Anyways, sorry. I, I'm i off on a tangent here. Anyone who really wears these as a child, generally you feel cool, especially in today's age when increasing popularity and real tattoos, you kind of feel like, you know, you're just like mom or dad brandishing that new ink. Mm-hmm. So it may seem cool, but however, a scare came to many parents in the early 2000s when a harmless kid's temporary tattoo became much more to fear. It began with one family having their son come home from school one day, waving a new tattoo to his mom as he came running into the kitchen. The boy, Jacob, explained that he was given the tattoo by a friend after school. Now, often the boy traded stickers and collectible cards with his friends, so this wasn't anything new. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. So after helping her son put on the new tattoo on his hand with a damp cloth, he proudly showcased the bright blue star as his face lit up with excitement. Aww. Soon, however, things took a bit of a turn. 
after Jacob's mom was hauling a basket of laundry upstairs to fold in the master bedroom, she walked past her seven-year-old son bedroom up on the second floor as well. And she caught a glimpse of him crawling out the second story window. She called out, what are you doing? (laughs) I bet. He turned around, said to his mom, mom, I can fly as he (gasps) jumped from the window. No, he's seven. Seven. Holy shit. It was discovered later that the blue star tattoo was laced with LSD (gasps) and it had been handed out to Jacob and several of his friends after school by a man dressed in black. Oh, that is just terrible. Those are the three urban legends. Is that just that? Like, I need to know a little bit more about that last one. Those are the three urban legends. Oh, gosh, this is torture. So what do you got? Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ah. You have, let me, let me recap here. Okay. The strange story of Elmer McCurdy, whose body was found several years after being strung up in a carnival funhouse. You have, sorry, I got to scroll here. The legend of the green man who is, where's his name? Raymond, who was struck by 11,000 volts of electricity and sent flying to the ground with holes where his eyes and nose should be and is said to walk the streets of Pennsylvania at night chasing people. Or the blue star tattoo, which is said to be laced with LSD and affected many children once it was placed on their skin that is quite the lineup but i got my answer okay what you got so i think the number one what you think number okay sorry go ahead go ahead sorry i already like forget their names and shit so i'm just (laughs) numbering them one two and three is that okay elmer mccurdy i'm gonna forget elmer mccurdy okay let's just talk about elmer mccurdy okay i'm changing my mind and i'm gonna say that one is true you're going to say Elmer is true. I'm going to say Elmer is true. Do you want to go through these one by one then? Yeah. Okay. You, so you think Elmer McCurdy's story is true? Drum roll. Elmer McCurdy's story is in fact true. Let's uh, let's tell you a little bit more about Elmer McCurdy before Oh my gosh. On. Okay. I didn't actually realize. Sorry. I was so confused. I thought that you were just going to hold us in suspense forever. No, I'm going to tell you a little bit more shit, about yeah. Elmer McCurdy. This shit just got real good. Since, since you... Figured out it's true. So okay, this- so if I fail, no one gets to hear anything. <laughs> so this is a strange afterlife of Elmer McCurdy. He was born New Year's Day in 1880 um, as, to an unwed 17-year-old woman. He grew up in a as a troubled teen where he eventually discovered alcohol and everything went downhill from there. Oh, shucks. Elmer was a plumber and drifted around the country in an alcoholic stupor. Um, he did get a job. Um, once in a while as a plumber, but he would just kind of lose it and drink and get another job and lose it and so drink. Like, to make a little bit of money to buy more booze kind of yeah. thing. And he just repeat that process. 
Shucks. Now, in the early 1900s, he started trying his hand at train robbery and eventually bank robbery as well. Holy crap. Um, he was a blundering buffoon at the best of times with both of them and was never too successful. Um, after one particular robbery, he made off with only $46, some whiskey, and a watch. Um, Elmer rode off in frustration, holed up in a barn, and drank his sorrows away. Can I just do like a tiny side note here? Yeah, sure. I've never heard of train robbery. Is that like where a train just like kind of going by and you just run and grab shit off it? You've never heard of a train robbery? <laughs> no, I haven't. Like a train's going down the tracks and you like hop on board the train and you gunpoint people and Holy. then you hop off and go. Oh, yeah. like you're hopping on there and robbing like civilians. Yeah. Oh shit. No, I haven't heard of that. Well, now you have. You huh. need to watch some some Western films, clearly. Yeah, I need to, like, uh, broaden my horizons here. Apparently. <laughs> okay. So after he was holed up in the barn, drinking the whiskey, he was roaring drunk when a posse from the train found him <sighs> and with a single bullet ended his life. Ooh. But the end of his life is clearly just the beginning of his story. His body was taken to a funeral home where he was never claimed by loved ones. So the undertaker filled him with strong dose of arsenic, which was used at that time to preserve the body while waiting for people to pick him up. But no one ever did. So he decided to turn Elmer into a moneymaker to get his money back from the arsenic he spent Good in him. Lord. Elmer became an exhibit known as the Oklahoma Outlaw, where people would pay a nickel to get a glimpse at him. Five years later, however, a man showed up and claimed to be Elmer's brother and took him away to bury him. However, the brother was actually the owner of the great Patterson traveling carnival show and wanted to show the outlaw's body off in his carnival as he heard of the success of his body being shown off by this undertaker. So his body was lugged around the countryside, being displayed as the outlaw who wouldn't be taken alive. From there, it bounced from freak show to freak show to another and back and forth. It was briefly used as a display in a movie theater for a movie in 1933. Oh, my gosh. Um, but because The Undertaker used so much arsenic, Elmer's body became the Energizer Bunny um, and just like kept going and going and going and didn't really decomp. So over the decades, various owners mistakenly came uh, across a body and assuming it was a mannequin and eventually... He was strung up as a prop in a fun house where oh he gosh. was there for a few, few years and eventually discovered. I don't love that story, to be <laughs> honest. That is a true oh, story. Like, I actually just feel so terrible for him. Like, that's just quite the afterlife. Yeah. Like, my word. I've, oh. <laughs> you good? I'm good, but like I just have never imagined a story like that after someone has passed away. Well, you I you've imagined I it now. I just couldn't make that shit up. That's you that's can't a lot. make that shit up clearly because it's true. That's wow. Okay. <laughs> All right, so you're down to two left: the legend of the green man <sighs> and the legend so, of the blue star tattoo. Okay. Well, I'm going to choose the next one that I think is true. Okay. And that one is the blue star tattoo. So you think the blue star tattoo is true, okay? I think that's true. Drum roll. Doo -doo 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 -doo. The blue star tattoo is fake. It is oh, a proven shit. urban legend. Dang, that 
means that I like failed. You failed. I, <laughs> I failed. Um, so yeah, Jacob never existed. I made up that name. Um, it's a very popular scenario for people to say that a child was uh, stamped with a blue star tattoo after coming home from school and jumping from a second story window of the home. But however, there have never been any proven cases of this. Well, because I actually wonder, oh man, maybe I should have thought about this. Now I feel like an idiot, but that's okay. If a tattoo, if you put this tattoo on there, could it actually, like, if it was laced with, what did you say? LSD. LSD. Would it have been, like, would it be strong enough that it would actually like, affect a person or a child? I'm I'm just wondering, you know? I'm not too sure. I don't know my hallucinogenics very well, <laughs> um, but... Yeah, but yeah. I just wonder if that could even be a thing. I don't so. know. But the urban legend goes that uh, the Blue Star tattoos were being used to uh, get kids hooked on LSD and drugs. LSD isn't even an addictive drug. So it's right there, debunkable for sure. Okay, as you were just talking, I had the realization that that means that number two is true. Yep. And that shit is terrifying. <laughs> there is one detail that is false about this story, though. So it is slightly misleading. Okay. The green man does not glow. Okay, that shit's a bit helpful. Because <laughs> the glowing is a bit creepy, that's The for glowing sure. is definitely creepy. Although I can understand the perception of glowing um, because he does have no face. And right. street lamps reflecting off his face as just a blank skin. I mean, we all know what overexposed faces look like, mm -hmm. right? So from pictures and stuff. So anyways, let's dive into the legend of the green man. Um, so despite his horrific injury, we already know what happened to Raymond Robertson when he was only eight years old, That's getting sad. zapped by all that. Um, despite his horrific injuries, reports at the time noted that he was in good spirits and could still hear and talk. Uh, for the next 65 years, he would sequester himself in his family's home in Pennsylvania, making belts, wallets, and doormats, selling them to generate a small income. Wow. Talk would, about, like, good for him. Right? This is going to break your heart. Oh, great. He would only leave his home on walks he took in the dead of night oh. to avoid scaring people with his appearance. Yeah, you're right. My heart's really broken. <laughs> That's it, sad. It was from these walks in the middle of the night that the legend of the green man started to develop when high school kids would spot him from their car walking along State Route 351. It's likely that the name green man came from how car lights would reflect off Robertson's flannel and face passing through him in the, passing him at the night. Um, one resident remembers seeing him um, on the way back from town to the swimming hole, uh, from the swimming hole, sorry, uh, and said she was like completely scared because it just startled her. It was not something she would ever expect to see Aww. at night. Though some people were frightful and cruel to him, Dang. others befriended him and they would bring him beers and cigarettes on his night walks. Okay, I like those people. Yeah. Um, one 60-year-old man by the name of Pete Pav. Pavlovic, I think, in 1998, an interview, um, he stated that he would often meet at the diner, or people would often meet at the diner he worked at before heading out to try and spot the green man at hmm. night. Hmm. Okay, that's actually really sad. That is. I feel like some of these like little stories and stuff that we're telling are a little bit like sad. <laughs> yeah. Um, that story also goes by the name of Charlie No Face. So if you want to look oh. that up. So. 
Huh, but I'm sure you're going to put pictures on our Insta and stuff, right? Definitely. Or is there photos of him out there? Yep. Okay. I'm actually intrigued to see. He He's he's a real person, babe. And then, well, yeah. <laughs> I know, but then I was just more meaning like, because he wouldn't leave his house and he'd only go, kind of go out at night kind of mm-hmm. thing. So maybe he didn't uh, want his photo ever out or something, you know? Yeah. No, Which, there, there's photos of him. Well, I mean, I've seen photos. I haven't paid attention whether they're real or not, I guess. But yeah. I'm pretty sure there's real photos out there of him. And then of this mannequin thing too. Oh boy. Oh I, boy. I didn't look for photos of his his decomposed body, but there are photos of his um deceased body in a casket where he looks very much alive. Huh. Interesting. Preserved that well. Wow. Look at that. Okay. So you played the game. Unfortunately, you lost. I wonder how you guys out there did. Did you lose? Did you know them all? Yeah, let us know. I want to know how you did. Yeah. Um, it's kind of interesting because I was just looking in our other loft across from this one and Kiwi is walking towards me with like his green glowing eyes. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, we got to go. <laughs> all right. Well, on that note, thank you guys for being here. Check the description of the podcast for all our social medias, including mm-hmm. Patreon, Instagram, Facebook, and our website. Boom. We appreciate you all. Totally do. And, and of until course, then, make sure you guys... Stay wicked. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.